Good, good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful uh, Monday morning. Trust everybody had a good weekend and uh, trying hard to get back into the swing of things. I've been uh, pretty sick and under the weather and uh, still uh, struggling. I, uh, it's been, uh, been rough. I tell you, I, uh, I've got a lot of uh, breathing issues and, and problems and uh, I told y'all before when I was a kid I had uh, severe uh, breathing issues and uh, uh, it wasn't nothing uh, for me to have to spend uh, weeks at a time in a oxygen tent and these kids they, uh, they don't realize how good they've got it because uh, then they had no TVs in the room there were no iPads there were no video games and it just laying in a bed staring at a wall or ceiling or uh, if he's lucky uh, he'll bring some toys or something and, uh, and it was uh, made for uh, like solitary confinement it, it was miserable I keep putting the words but uh, it was uh, pretty rough but I uh, uh, so I've, I've had to deal with sickness in my life a lot uh, it seemed like there was a period of time between my teens in my 30s, I seem to do pretty good, and uh, but it seemed like after 30 or so, uh, my health started getting bad again, and uh, this bronchitis or whatever, you know, they, the doctor says bronchitis, but it's, uh, I swear to goodness, I never had it uh, hang on like this before in my life, particularly after uh, several rounds of shots and antibiotics and uh, uh, steroids. Uh, I really thought I'd feel feel much better by now, so I don't know don't know why I feel. In fact, yesterday I felt so bad I almost contemplated whether to go back to the uh, hospital or not. That's how bad I felt. So I don't know don't know what's going on, but keep me in your prayers. But uh, good morning to Miss Amy Oaks Turner and Miss Jennifer Honeycutt. Appreciate you gals watching this morning. Well, let's go ahead and let us stand and let's do our pledge of allegiance this morning. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I uh, praise God to uh, say that pledge each morning and uh, that we do live in such a wonderful country. Uh, it does kill me uh, to see how our uh, police officers and our military are treated, uh, and how rudely uh, the symbolic or the the symbols of our freedom are desecrated. Uh, they talking showing in uh, Minneapolis uh, people burning the flag and how they were attacking police officers, and uh, you know it amazes me. Uh, how they uh, tried to say Trump incited uh, a riot, but yet you have people like Maxine Waters that is uh, telling individuals in Minnesota that they uh, uh, they need to get more aggressive uh, in their tactics. And so, in other words, she is doing uh, she's in, she's inciting violence. Uh, you know, and it just it blows my mind. And then I saw another video. Uh, this uh, white guy, uh, he was telling, it didn't matter if he's white or black. He said, you know, they were throwing uh, water bottles at the police officers. He said, hey, don't don't be doing that. And these uh, uh, black people surrounded him and said that they, he was in a uh, black space 
and he didn't belong and to get out of there. And I thought, you know, what a racist statement. You know, what if the shoe was on the other foot? And he said, this was a white space. You don't belong here. Get out. Well, well, you know, that would be uh, incomprehensible. Uh, but so, you know, it just amazes me uh, the uh, the blatant racism uh, that the liberals are, are pushing in their agenda. Uh, it's no longer about facts because we all know that liberals run on emotion, not on facts. And uh, it's just so sad to see how far our country has come uh, to combat and overcome racism and yet to see it just to go people push it back a uh, hundred years almost you know it feels like uh, you know we'll never uh, eliminate racism because why because of evil and wickedness uh, that is in this world and it will always unfortunately exist but I feel like our country uh, has come a long way in overcoming racial uh, dis- de- discrepancies and uh but you know but now it's the that's all they focus on and that's all they see and it's a shame it really is but here's a great thing guys uh you know jesus christ uh he loves us and he doesn't matter what your what the melatonin level is in your body you know god could care less if you're black or white male or female he doesn't care if your hair is long or short if you're rich or poor what god cares about is your heart and that's what we got to focus on. It's not focus on the, the racist uh, ideals being perpetrated by the uh, liberal left. But instead, let us focus on the heart. Let us focus on spreading the love of, of Jesus Christ. Let us focus on our relationship with God. And, and that's what is foremost uh, important uh, than anything else that we can face today. Well, let's look at our uh, scripture this morning. Uh, we're going to look at First uh, Peter 5, 8. And it says, uh, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. You know, we're talking about our, our military here. And uh, when they do nighttime reconnaissance, one thing that they uh, may have in their arsenal uh, to uh, be watchful of the enemy, they may have night vision goggles. Back when I was in my, uh, I guess, I guess early twenties, late teens, friend of mine, he had a pair of night vision goggles. Uh, his family was very wealthy, and uh, it was cool, man. It was really neat uh, to put those on. I mean, it was just like, I mean, it's like daylight. It was really neat to uh, to put those on and and uh, to look through those. I wanted a pair of sabbaticals, stand it, but I, there's no way I, I can't afford them today. So. But uh, but that's just it. They they had those on because in the darkness, obviously without them, uh, it'd be easy for the enemy to attack. And so they had to have, have those night vision goggles so they could see easily and clearly uh, if the enemy was about and around to be ready to to be on uh, defensive uh, measures uh, to fight if needed. And that's something that we uh, have to do as Christians is that the devil doesn't play fair you know he he doesn't show up in a in a red suit and says i'm here to kill you today no he's very subtle he says that's what he talks about being prowling around the devil takes his time he watches and he looks for those vulnerable areas in your life and that's when he comes in to attack that's why to be ever eternal watchful 
Uh, and the only way we can do that is spending that time in the Word and in prayer and be ready and understanding those texts are going to come. It is a, it's not a matter of uh, if they are. They are going to come. It's just you won't have to be prepared uh, for those attacks. And remember, uh, the devil is not omniscient. Uh, the devil is not omnipresent as God is. Uh, he is limited in what he can do. Now, he, can, he can't be everywhere uh, at the same time as God is. He is not all-powerful as God is. And he would want to uh, intimidate and to make us believe the contrary. But uh, he sends out his minions. He sends out his demons uh, to uh, tempt us, uh, to blind us, to attack us, uh, to doubt. You know, that is um, one thing, you know, we've had to, uh, uh, C.S. Lewis talks about uh, two extremes uh, in regards to the devil. And one extreme, uh, he talks about uh, that there are people who see the devil in everything, you know, in every sickness, behind every corner, behind every little thing. They, they see the devil in, in, in everything. Then you have others who don't see the devil at all, and they blame their circumstances on, on people uh, or on their jobs or, uh, or whatever it may be, and they refuse to see the devil in, in, in anything. And I think that's a problem with uh, a lot of Christians, uh, the world uh, as a whole. Uh, they don't want to see the devil at all. They want to think that everybody goes to heaven. They want to think that uh, if they don't uh, uh, do anything to antagonize the devil, he's going to leave them alone or, or he doesn't exist at all. That's what, uh, that's what people want to think. That's what people want to believe. And uh, so we have to uh, be ever diligent. Remember, the devil, he is the accuser. So he wants to make sure that you are always filled with guilt and conviction. And, uh, and, and that's an area uh, that I've told you all before uh, that I have to work on uh, because that is a weakness in my life. Because I look back and I think, man, I wish I hadn't have said this. I wish I hadn't have done that. I wish I hadn't have reacted this way. I wish I had done, you know, you got a whole list of things, you know. Uh, my son just recently uh, moved to Florida to uh, uh, start a business down there, and and me and his mother didn't get along very good. And uh, it was uh, uh, we both could have made it easier, but because of mutual hatred, uh, we uh, it made things very difficult when he was younger, and so I didn't get to see him a whole lot. And so I beat myself up more that all the time because I, I wish I had a fought harder and, and tried more harder to, to see him and spend more time with him. And uh, it eats me alive every day. And I told him that uh, uh, just a few days ago. I said I felt like I wasn't a good enough daddy to him, but I, uh, but I always loved him and was always here for him. So, you know, when you have those kind of regrets, or you may have other regrets, that's, you know, the old devil wants to, to be that accuser uh, to bring you down. He wants to cause division in the church. He wants to cause hatred. He wants to cause bitterness. Uh, you know, he, he wants us to, uh, he, you know, that's why we're seeing, I think, a falling away uh, from church and from Christianity. Uh, you're seeing these people who were supposedly Christians who are renouncing uh, their convictions. And, you know, when I see these individuals, whether it's, John Piper's son, or whoever, uh, saying that they are uh, renouncing uh, their convictions as Christians, I beg to ask if they were ever saved to begin with, because I don't think that somebody who is truly saved, who has tasted the glories of God, can turn around and just 
uh, willy nilly and say, you know, I don't believe that anymore. I just have a hard time believing that. When you've tasted Jesus' love, His grace, His mercy, His wonder, you want more of that. Uh, you don't want to turn your back on that. Yes, people say, well, I have backslid. Well, I love what my, my dad has said is that uh, you had to be somewhere first uh, before you could backslide. And so, uh, you know, uh, we, there may be periods of time in our life where we, we may uh, fall away to a certain extent. But, you know, we still heed the call. We still come back around. And uh, we understand that God welcomes us with open arms. And we praise God for that. And so as we go out and about our day, remember, we don't, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. Right? It, it is a, uh, uh, a, a spiritual battle. And we have to uh, recognize the old devil for who he is, that he is the enemy. And we have to be aware of his tactics. We have to be alert. And we have to be diligent. And we have to be ready for the battle and to fight at any given time. Uh, and, and, and I think that uh, the closer we draw to God, the more that he'll enable us and help us uh, in that battle. Remember what God's word says, you draw close to me, I'll draw close to you. I think God will give us that strength. And we don't need to underestimate uh, the devil. Even though uh, he is limited in his power, we still don't need to underestimate what he can and cannot do. But um, but we need to put on that those, those nighttime goggles, if you will. And uh, we can't go through life uh, willy-nilly and uh, expect no problems or troubles. Uh, you know, God's Word has never hid that fact that in this world you will have trouble. But take heart, uh, I have overcome the world. So, uh, you know, we're going to have trouble. We're going to have tribulations. But praise God, He may use that uh, to strengthen and encourage us uh, to help us to draw closer to Him uh, and to be stronger when those battles happen. So uh, be careful, be aware, be aware of what you watch, what you read, what you listen to, who you hang around. Even who you hang around can have a direct effect on your relationship with Jesus Christ. The devil will use the affairs of the heart uh, to draw division between us and God. As I've told you before, I've counseled uh, many people uh, who were innocently on social media, and they might have started talking to an old friend, an old girlfriend, an old boyfriend, and next thing you know, it's gone from uh, uh, an emotional affair to a physical affair and seen many a marriage crumble and uh, fall apart because of something so silly and stupid as Facebook. And uh, so that's what I'm saying. The devil don't play fair. And if he can do anything to destroy what God has put together, destroy your relationship with Christ, destroy your relationship within the church, if he can do any of that, that, that makes the devil happy. And that's why we have to be aware and we have to be very careful. It's like, you know, just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean I'm immune. And that's why it's like my all my emails, Messenger, Facebook, my wife has complete and direct access to everything and anything. I have male or female people wanting uh, needing counsel, needing help. That's part of my job as a pastor. But I make sure at first uh, my wife is aware of any and all conversations. That way, hey, it keeps me accountable and it keeps any threat of of uh, temptation at bay. And uh, and that way, we everything has stayed on the on the up and up on the innocent. And uh, because I've had, unfortunately, uh, it doesn't matter that I was married. Doesn't matter that I was a pastor. Uh, I've had a couple women make advances, and I, I've shown my wife. I say, "Hey, listen, you know, I want you to see what they're writing and, and what how I responded, and that uh, explain to them I'm married. This is that's wrong. 
you need to get help and I removed them and I blocked them to where there's no more access you know you you know that way there, there you have that honesty now um, uh, that's something I, that uh, I think that you need to do in a marriage that way everybody you know there's no no no, no accusations of sneaking around if you will but uh, that's just an example of ways that we need. I'm not saying I'm perfect, I'm not stretching imagination, but that's just ways that uh, uh, to help us uh, to be aware of, of what's out there and how easy you can fall. And that's why you need to have those accountabilities and uh, accountability partners or whatever it may be uh, to help us to stay on the right path. So remember, be sober, be diligent. But remember, the, the old devil walks around like a roaring lion. Uh, prowling line rather uh, to to seek whom he may devour so uh, he's he's prowling he's watching he's looking to waiting for that right moment to attack and to tear you down and the only way that my friends that we can be ready and be vigilant is, is by being in god's word and being in prayer and that's the only way memorizing scripture that's our only way we will be able to fight back and to be offensive and defensive uh, in this battle, in this war that we're in. And we will be in this battle up until the day we die. And then we get to spend all of eternity in heaven with Jesus Christ our Lord. And we'll have to worry about uh, having to deal with this anymore. Let us pray. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for another wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll help us in our daily struggles and battles and trials. Help us to be ever watchful and diligent. Help us, Lord, to be aware of the devil's tactics. Help us to be able to have the strength and the ability and the knowledge and the wisdom and discernment to fight back and uh, to avoid the pitfalls and snares that are laid before us. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and protect us, Lord. Pray that you will be over our, uh, our nation's leaders and our country and that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, Wendy Lee, Ginger and Troy Hood, Lynn and David Feathers, Jane Kitchings, Larry and Dinah Knight. I pray to be with Ron Thompson, Roger Winters, so many others, Lord. And all those watching here uh, and listening today. And Lord, and I pray that uh, uh, you will help us to serve you well and always have the mind of Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I, uh, uh, our Amy said put on the full armor of God. Exactly. That's what we got to do is put on that uh, full armor. Good morning, Lois. But uh, sorry I'm... Struggling this morning, but I just uh, hated to, to, I didn't want to miss any more time with our devotions and uh, hoping that uh, you were encouraged by them and that you will find them well. Well, guys and gals, hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless. <laughs>